Hey there, welcome to another episode of Get Out There, Get Known Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Pam Perry, and I'm excited because I have a young lady today that is going to tell you about her career that she's starting in television at NBC. Her name is Bria Stith, and she's a MMJ. So she'll tell you a little bit about what that is if you don't know, but I'll bring her up right after this. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey there. So now you have my guest, Bria. Hey, Bria, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. So I, I tell everyone that I like to bring on people like Bria to really talk about their career in broadcasting, how they got started, and even to give advice to people who want to get on television. Uh, one of the things that I like about Bria that she's been there a couple of years, she was just got out of school a couple of years ago, but she's an MMJ. So first of all, tell people what is an MMJ? So I am a multimedia journalist. That's basically like a reporter. So what I do um, at NBC 29, I just go out um, to stories. Um, I, I have to look for the stories, get, uh, go out to them, um, literally create everything. So I do the writing, I create the stories, I, um, I'm on air, uh, live, and sometimes like pre-recorded. So that's that's basically what, what I oh do. Oh my God. Okay. So tell us what inspired this career at uh, in journalism, I guess you would say. What was the, especially specifically TV journalism. So what was the catalyst or the, the vision that you had? Yeah. So ever since I was a young, like a young, young, young girl, like in elementary school, my parents used to put on Good Morning America. Okay. Okay. So I know who that is. Yes. 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 Robin Roberts. So every time um, before elementary school, we used to watch the news and that really like sparked my interest. I didn't know what I wanted to do going into college, but I had that in my back, like my back burner. So I was, my goals were either being dermatologist or sports reporter, one of those. <laughs> well, one so, of the two. <laughs> yeah, so I um, I ended up doing um, journalism, took my first class, and I absolutely loved it. And um, it just went on from there. So um, after that, that's when I got into like internships. Um, that's when I got into um, doing like sport uh, a sports network with like with the school. And then um, after that, I um, was able to get the job at NBC 29 in Charlottesville, Virginia. Wow. So the sports thing, what was your, your sports of choice? Were you on a basketball? Were you on um, track field? What was your, your, your sport that you were in? So um, in college from um, my undergrad and masters, I was on the track and field team at East Carolina university. Um, okay. But I did play basketball um, in high school. Uh, That's so what yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a pretty good um, sports background. My um, my both my brothers play basketball. My uh, my dad played basketball. My mom, she we we can call we classify her as a swimmer. Um, and me and my sister, we um, 
we ran track at the same school. So she came okay. to East Carolina too. So that is a lot. So Robin Roberts, obviously her background is in sports and basketball and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can see that. And, and one of the things that I find that women who are sports reporters, they are um, treated a little bit different. So not that, not because there's not a lot of women sports reporters. There's mm-hmm. not a lot. There's more general assignment reporters. So what have you found in your newsroom? Like, are there a lot of women sports reporters or um, or even just in your market? Are there women sports reporters? Well, I can say um, because I, I just got into uh, just got this job. So uh, what I can say is that in the newsroom, that the only sports reporter that we have is is a male. Um, mm-hmm. the other the other station, like our station, um, rivalry station in um, CBS nineteen, they do have female sports reporters. So okay. um, it's kind of like a mixed. It's, it's changing yeah. a little bit. It's yeah, yeah it is changing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is good. That is good. Right. So you you studied journalism. Did mm-hmm. you did did you do any print at all? So it was always just broadcast. Yeah, it was always broadcast. That's the but that's the one thing I wish if I could go back, I can I would definitely do um, is print. Like when I was uh, an undergrad freshman sophomore year, I wish I could have got with the news like school newspaper or mm-hmm. um, the magazine there or the student oh. broadcast. I, I would have loved to do that, but no, I didn't. I didn't do that. So <laughs> I would I would encourage anybody who wants to get into this to definitely do you know get into like print because you're writing all the time and I writing think everything yeah writing everything i mean you've got to write your scripts like you said you're writing your stories and mm-hmm. then when mmj when it says a multimedia journalist obviously you're writing for the blog as well or b- website i guess you would say right. as well mm-hmm. uh how many stories are you logging a day or a week or what's your so in a week, I would probably say around 12 to 15 stories. Wow. Oh, week. my God. Yeah. yeah because that's like, yeah, that's like two every day. Just about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have <laughs> is we have to do two every day. Wow. Um, that's a lot. So how yeah. do you find the stories? I, I, the stories. Give us the uh, I guess you would say the layout of the of the newsroom, like the who are the positions or, or that sort of thing. The um. Yeah, so we have, mm-hmm, so we have the news director, so that's mm-hmm. who we go to to tell our stories to, and okay. then um, we have like a morning meeting. So on our morning meeting, we have our stories. We um, sit down, we tell him the stories, and then he assigns our stories to us. And okay. then after that, we go out, do our interviews, um, create our package like our scripts and then Mm -hmm. we go to our producers and we ask like uh can you look to check check my story before i like record my track and start editing then we edit um and then we just have to see if we're live or if we just pre-record our our story and then they just air it on the later shows well, you said a whole lot right there. So I'm, I'm, for someone who's not familiar with the newsroom, let me just kind of break it down. So the, the news director is obviously the, the person that's really like calling the shots, so to speak. So they're directing everything. Do you have a floor director as well or no? No. No, okay. So you don't have a floor. This is maybe some markets have. So you don't have a news director. So the news director, then basically you can have a story idea that you pitch him or he mm-hmm. tells you stories that he's been pitched. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that way. So do you have a kind of a, because are you in your hometown? 
No, I'm in Charlottesville, Virginia. My hometown is um, Brunswick County, Virginia. Okay. Um, so okay. I'm about two and a half, two and a half hours away. But I'm really blessed to be in Virginia because, you know, all those jobs, if you apply for them, you could be so far away. So I'm so, like, I'm so thankful for this. Job. Yes, yes, yeah, because you could be far away. But then also, too, if you were actually in the city, I'm just saying this, if you were in the actual city where you live, right. when mm -hmm. you're on the air, you mm -hmm. know what could happen, right? <laughs> hey, Bria, I got such and such. Can yeah. you cover this? Can you cover that? I mean, you're two hours away, so it's like you're close enough you can see them, but they're not really in the DM, you know, in the DMA, so that you can actually cover their story. So that's yeah. a good part. But if someone were to call you and they see you on the air and they're logging stories, two stories a day, and you're doing them live and you're putting them on whatever. Mm -hmm. So what is the pitch that you're looking for that is like the the good setup for you for a story? Um. So. The what what my news director really likes is just something local. So if it's something uh, like in the national news that somebody would want to talk about, it would not probably happen unless that it can connect locally. Okay. Um, so that is something that is um, will work. Uh, I'm next to UVA, so if UVA sports or any high school sports. Um, they contact me saying like, hey, like, can you cover this with, yes, I can definitely do that. I can do that for you. If you have like an event going on, I could cover that. So it's, it's whatever it is, it just has to be local. Has to be local. Yeah. So mm -hmm. events, so events that have a charity community. Mm -hmm. So say a speaker is in town and, mm -hmm. and a lot of people listen to get out there, get known podcasts. So you're in, um, what city is it? Charlottesville, Virginia. So Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm -hmm. So they're coming and they're speaking at an event and then they may have a book signing. So could they call you and say, hey, I'm coming to town. I'm speaking at such and such place and I'll be doing a book signing. Would you cover that depending on your schedule or right. what, what mm -hmm. kind of things do you need to know that will say, hey, well, that's a good story? Yeah, so I can definitely do that. They will have to let me know a few days earlier so I can um, at least set up my stories throughout the day or throughout the week so I can um, have a set day and time so I can be able to go out and do that. Because if I don't, I would have stories like already set up and I probably wouldn't make it. Amazing. So if, if that is the case, they can just let me know, um, tell me the details about the, uh, the book signing or whatever event that they have. And then um, just let me know. And then I would have to relay that to my news director because he assigns the stories, but most likely he would be like, yeah, you can definitely cover that. Okay, cool. I like that. So mm -hmm. give me the typical day timing wise. So you have your meeting in the morning, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. typically that's about what, 839? Yes. And then how late you're probably there. But tell me like the timing of, of certain things. It's probably not a typical day, but like 839, you're doing that. And then from there, you're out in the street or you're, what, what, what tell me that. Yeah. So um, the start of the day, nine o'clock, nine o'clock is our morning meeting. And okay. then after that, that's when we pitch our story. So once we pitch our stories, we have about 10, 15 minutes. Um, and then he'll send out the daily planner. That's what stories you will have. Um, and then you will see what time, like when you're live, if you're not live, if you just have like a package, you can finish um, before like the five o'clock show and then you can go. But after, after he sends out the daily planner, uh, you go out into your interviews, you um, and get the interviews. Most of the time, 
the interviews aren't set up. So you have to make all your phone calls. That's when you have to, that's the hardest part. That's what I figured out is the hardest part that you have to set up the interviews. So to make it easier, get everything laid out, your week laid out beforehand. Um, but after that, you set up your interviews, go out to your interviews. So one man band here, you're- <laughs> um, so you're everything. So yeah. you're the cameraman, you're the you you're the lighting, you're the everything. You're everything. So you have to do that, come back to the station, um, write your scripts, get them checked before you edit anything. Um, and then you have to make sure you have everything in or most of everything in by uh, 4 30. And then yeah, and then everything airs at five, six. Um, and then you can leave around like 6.30 if you have everything done, but you will still have to finish your web, your web articles. Oh, that's you right, because you're MMJ, right? You'll get right. that part too. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to finish your um, uh, cut down stories for the 10 and 11 o'clock at night. Oh my yeah. God, that is, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It's so, a lot. So yeah, that that's that's what you signed up for, right? That is, know, right? It, and it's every day, so okay. it's like every day you're beating the clock because it is always a new story cycling through. Mm -hmm. And so the part that you said is the hardest part, and this is what people want to uh, get out there get, get known. It says I'm trying to make the interviews, and so when you are trying to find subject matter experts or people who are sources, what is the thing that they can do when the media reaches out to them that you? think can help them the mm -hmm. most like if they put their contact information on the website that they answer their their dms what is it that mostly like when you're trying to track people down that they're not doing um most of the time it's going to like with the summertime a lot of people are out like on vacations and no you can't really you can't do anything about that but other than that it's more of just be able to contact someone back in a reasonable time that yeah. that's that's literally it most of the time um the emails and the phone um the phone numbers on the website they're legit they're good but um most of the time if you leave leave a message or the email sometimes they get back to you like too late and then you wouldn't be able to do mm. the story on them or complete the story so um yes. just probably getting back in a reasonable time. And I think a lot of people, when they see that the news media reaches out, they could be trying to find the right answer or whatever, whatever. But your thing is just like respond right away to let me know that I don't have to pass on you because you're not getting back. Mm -hmm. At least respond immediately, even mm -hmm. if you if you can't talk right now, but at least respond is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. cool. yeah, because most of the time, um, if you call back and say, like, I'm out of town or I probably can't do this, but you might have someone else that can that is able to talk about the subject matter and it's not you that that will definitely help as well. So, yeah, cool. What has been the most exciting story that you've covered so far? OK, so the most exciting story I have. a few. OK, the most exciting story is probably um, her name is. Maria, she is a UVA shot putter, and okay. she made it to the NCAA's um, track and field championships. And she was the first UVA female athlete to um, be oh, named an All-American in the shot put. She placed fourth 
in the um, NCAA track and field championships. And I thought oh. that was amazing. And when I talked to her, she was right. so excited. She was so excited. <laughs> and I could just feel it. I was like, yes, that athlete in me was like coming out. I was like, that was amazing. That's <laughs> sports reporter. Like I could just, I could do this. This is yeah. a thing. The thing that I like most about you, Bria, is that you're following your dream. You know, it's like something that you saw when you were young. A shout out to Robin Roberts and just, you know, pray for her and her her partner. They're, they're, she's taking time off to be with her partner because her partner is is ill. Mm-hmm. And so she has enough clout where she can t- do that, right? She'd been mm-hmm. gone for a while. Now she's doing that. But if it wasn't for Robin, uh, African-American women playing in sports, coming mm-hmm. on, television you wouldn't be doing what you're doing you know and so that's one of the things too that you follow the dream because so many times i want people to know that the field you're in television journalism broadcast journalism is very competitive Mm -hmm. so even though you were doing internships typically were your internships paid or unpaid unpaid okay so that's another sacrifice that you have to make right and i want people to understand that 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 not only are you going into a field where it's quote unquote very competitive, but then you're going to a field where it's competitive because you got to do internships where you're not paid. Yeah. And, 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 and typically if you want to be an accounting intern, I don't know any other intern, but the quote unquote, the glamour fields, you would be paid. Mm-hmm. So you made those sacrifices as well. Mm-hmm. And now since you're working, um, 9 a.m., probably getting there earlier than that, probably eight to eight, right. Mm-hmm. 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. uh, in a, and it's always that um, deadline, deadline sensitive, yeah. like mm-hmm. this and this and this. And I want people to know that when people are pitching you and they want to be, quote unquote, famous, thinking that you're going to make them famous. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's like you, you're in journalism because you want to inspire people. You want to tell a story. Mm-hmm. When people come to you and just say, hey, you know, cover my stuff, make me famous. How does that make you feel? Um, so I never really had that happen to me. Like never really had somebody come up to me and oh, it was more of, oh, I want to be famous. It was more of, um, can you do this? Because like I have a problem. I want it to be heard more. Yeah. Yeah. So everything yeah. now has been really good. And yeah. every time somebody reaches out and wants their story to be told, I am all ears. I would love mm-hmm. to do it. So, um, yeah, it's never been, um, oh, I want my face to be on the news. It was more of, can you please do this? Because it's a problem that um, that should yeah. be out in the air. So it was, yeah. it was more like that other than. Yeah. Good. So you have a lot of people that are, especially authors or whatever, when Oprah was on on uh, doing her show, Daily Show, right? And it's like authors were like, if I could just get my book on Oprah, you know, I'd be famous. It's uh-huh. like, oh my God, her and a million other people, right? Like, it's like, okay, yeah, but but what what's different about you? So knowing that you have something that your audience wants to listen to and hear is like mm-hmm. the main key. That's really like the main key. Mm-hmm. So the final thing I just want to ask you, so you had your exciting story and you're kind of doing your thing. Is it... Uh, being an MMJ, what is the next career path, I guess you would say, like where you see yourself maybe five years from now? Five years from now, I would definitely say I would want to work at a network. Um, I definitely would want to do that. But I, I I really know that this MMJ job that I'm here now, even though it's it's hard, <laughs> I'm not going to say you're doing, it's, you're doing everything. You're doing everything the most. 
Yeah. <laughs> Some days are not easy, but um, it's a foundation. This is foundation work. It's it's preparing me for what's next. So, and I definitely under understand that. So, um, so yeah, whatever, everything that I'm doing now is setting me up for the right. future. And in the future, um, don't know what it is God has for me, but it's it's going to be something special. So yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. just working hard, head down, working hard. And then you came out in 2020. All right. Yeah. So I, uh, I graduated undergrad in 2020 and then I graduated um, my master's degree in 2022. So it's this um, last uh, past May. Wow. Mm -hmm. So this is a different, it's different for you just period because COVID hit, right? So they had the yeah. pandemic. So you, you're not like regular. It's not like regular. So you got, you graduated and did you have a normal graduation or was it yeah, no, I did not have a normal graduation. I was at home and oh. I was able to see my name scroll on the screen. So, oh, that's so, it's so, it's so different. I mean, you guys, you're going to have a generation going to write about this. Like, who, you know, it's everybody yeah. has a whole difference. So you didn't have that experience. And then you get mm -hmm. your master's degree. And so even during then, obviously you weren't on campus, probably maybe yeah. towards the end. No, yeah. So for 2022, we were able to, um, we were on campus. We were on okay. campus. Good. It was just more of this, um, if you had, if a class had, you know, a COVID outbreak, you would have to be online. So most of the first year it was online, but the second year we were all on, on um, all in class, all in campus. And with okay. the COVID year, that's when they shut, like shut down everything. So that's why I had an extra year to run track. Oh. And with that, uh, that's why I got my master's. So if uh -huh. I was done, um, if my undergrad, I would have gone, you know, to get my job right after that. But since COVID like paused everything and I had more eligibility to run, I was like, you know what? If And they were like, hey, like, Bria, do you want to come back? It's like, yeah, master's degree. Here I come. <laughs> oh, I love it. So that kind of worked out good for you. So that, yeah. yeah, like you said, you never know. God God knows all things. So that that worked out good for you because now you get the master's degree as well. So yeah. being on the network, working for maybe like ESPN one day, or um, I would love for you to connect um, with Jamel Hill if you haven't. Um, she's from Michigan. She's from Detroit. She went to Michigan State, um, mm -hmm. but she was a broadcast journalist of the year. I want to say 2019 NABJ, maybe two. Yeah, it must have been 2018. I can't remember. But you mm -hmm. remind me of Jamel. If you know Jamel, you kind of remind me of her in a way. She's very <laughs> outspoken, uh, but she definitely loves sports. She, uh, uh, Anyway, she, I would like to introduce you to Jamel Hill. She's a great, she could be a great mentor for you yes, as well. I don't oh. know Robin Roberts, unfortunately, but Jamel, I do know. <laughs> because I, I watched um, Jamel Hill and Carrie Champions. Um, I think it was like a podcast. I used to podcast. Yeah. Just blew up, you know, just yeah. like one of those things. Just, just mm -hmm. blew up. So, yeah. yeah. So, that would be good. That would be good. So, I want you to do that. And then also to any of them, the NABJ, uh, I interviewed uh, Jackie Jones not too long ago on the podcast. So, go back to some of the episodes before this. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a guy named Ken Lemon, I believe. He is the vice president of broadcast for NABJ. So he, I think he's two or three episodes behind you. So go and, and definitely connect with him as well because you guys are a community. And, uh, you know, Jackie teaches, I believe, at Morgan State University. She's a professor of journalism there. So, yeah, so definitely those are the people that were that will support you to go mm -hmm. to your next career.
Yes, ma'am. All righty. Well, cool. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we kind of close out today? Um. Yeah. So if anyone who wants to be in this field, all I would say is um, to work hard, mm -hmm. to be patient and to work on your craft. And that's that's really all all I have to say. That is it. That's everything. That is yeah. it. You're working on your craft. And, you know, it does help, too, to get that master's degree, too. So I applaud you on that as well, because that's a that's another big sacrifice. People don't understand that you do. So uh, it's really, really good. But thank you so much for joining us today. This has thank been you. really, really good. I'm glad I reached out to you. Barry, I'm going to be looking at your career and I'm gonna make sure that you connected to the right mentors. OK, thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Have a great um, rest of your day. All righty. You too. <laughs> so that was, oh, I just love her. She's just so sweet. So one of the things I want you to make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Share this out to any potential broadcast uh, career people that are thinking about that. Connect with her. This is a podcast where I really want people to grow and connect and to be a community as well. So with that, I will catch you next time. I'm Pam Perry. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.